Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Fun Fans Podcast. It is week one, baby. Week one. We are in the midst of it. I'm your host, James Dillard. With me as always, my co-host, Bailey Jackson. How you doing, Bailey? I'm good. Week one of college football season underway currently. Currently. Only lasts like five days. (laughs) Right. It's the most it's the second most wonderful time of the year. All right, but we are here, and we have a great show. Uh, We're going to talk about the important games, of course, the matchups this weekend. We're going to point out the good fan stuff and the bad fan stuff, okay? The games, y'all know about the games. The coaches are going to do the coaching. We're all about the fun fan experience. We're going to point out some pros and cons that we've seen this weekend. And uh, finally, we are going to preview the Clemson Duke game tomorrow night. But first, the fun fans are a proud part of the Fanboys Fangirls Sports Podcasting Network. If you're a true sports fan, the Fanboys Fangirls is perfect for you. Find various nationwide podcasts and other sports media at thefanboys.com and all forms of social media. The Fun Fans Podcast is the official podcast for Clemson fans. And don't forget about Ruben's Food, Sports Spirits, and catering the best wings around with two locations in the upstate. 1083 Batesville Road in Greer. And 11028 Anderson Road in Piedmont. You can find them at rubensc.com. Rubens is simply a great place to eat for all sports fans. And we will be there tomorrow night. They're having all you can eat wings for something that starts with a one, $18.99, $17.99, or the other. Party starts at four. The fun fans will be there. Well, half of the I will be there about six. Bailey, I believe, is going to be. In, I will be Durham. in Durham, North Carolina. Durham, North Carolina. All right, so let's preview some games here, some game highlights of what has happened so far, and what kind of sports show would we be without talking about the Colorado Prime Timers, baby? How about Neon Dion and those kids out of Boulder, Colorado, the Buffaloes? I mean, that was awesome. Did you see that game? I, I did watch that game, um, you know, 86 new players on a roster from from last year to this year. So, uh, you can say that team went 1-11 last year, but that team did not go 1-11. Correct. That yes. would be correct. My only point was going to be, it's amazing how we think alike so much, Bailey. That was going to be, you hear all these guys, this team went 1-11. It was not that team. That team last year – that went 111 no longer exists in just a matter of of time. And I don't know if they were saying that for dramatic TV purposes or do they they not understand the transfer portal? Deion Sanders simply did. He he treated – he used all of the tools available to him to create the – If you know, we've known forever it's been all about winning. So he came in and he used all the tools he had available to him uh, to win as soon as possible. So, to me, more power to him. Yeah, and I'm not going to take anything away from them beating TCU. You know, TCU played in the national championship game last year, playing at home. Yep. Uh, yeah, they lost their offensive coordinator. Yeah, they have a new quarterback who, by the way, is Chad Morris's son, um, former Clemson offensive coordinator. But um, here's the deal. Let's not make too much out of, uh, you know, these guys that he has. He has four- and five-star guys. Yeah. on his roster, including uh, Bentley, who used to play linebacker at Clemson University. 
yeah. is, is one of his starting linebackers. So he's got some good players. And his son, the quarterback, was a four-star recruit at a high school. Uh, he's those players are extremely talented. I mean, it's it's literally he simply did what any other good coach and good recruiting uh, staff would have done, you know, five, 10, 20 years ago in two or three, maybe four years. You, you remember back in the day, you get a new coach, you got to give him at least two years, if not three or four, to quote unquote turn the program around. Well, with the transfer portal now, and especially NIL, you, you no longer have to wait that long. So more power to him. He just used the tools available, like I said. And the last thing we will point out on this podcast about that game is just imagine the fun fan experience they're going to have next week in Boulder when the Cornhuskers come to – now, you know, who knows? That could be a one-hit – I don't think it's going to be a one-hit wonder, by the way. Uh, I think they're going to be a good team. They are definitely bowl-bound, in my opinion. Who knows if they'll compete for they, – They have some some serious talent. They have some and very Nebraska serious talent. Nebraska does not. Yeah, well, so, and that's yeah. So they they're likely going to be two and zero, right? And um, they are th- those they're they're going to be Buffalo fans coming out of the get the bandwagons ready because it's on like Donkey Kong in Boulder, and, and more power to them. Like I say, it was like you remember last year, first uh, couple weeks of the season, we were talking about what it was like to be an App State fan, jumping in ponds and stuff. So yeah, uh, big time, big time, fun for them. So, next game on our list is number three, Ohio State. Um, solid team. Yeah. And see, the thing, in my opinion, of course, they had mediocre quarterback play. They just, to be the number three team, and not that they can't do it, but that quarterback has a lot of development. And he's first start and all that stuff, of course, blah, blah, blah. But how they have those cats ranked at number three right now, is beyond me. He they he's got a long way to go. Or they are not a playoff team with that type of quarterback play. How, however, as I've said before, rankings are irrelevant at this irrelevant. point of the season. Irrelevant. That is it's just something get, for people to talk about. That's right. If, if he don't get better, they're going to fall in the rankings. They really can't go much higher. They're already sitting where they need to be to make the playoffs. But um, right. I don't other, see right now they would not beat Michigan for sure. Or that State. is correct. That is correct. Um, next item on the list, Texas with another highly touted preseason quarterback. Not impressed. Bailey? Didn't watch a lot of Texas game. Just, I don't watch Texas because they are the most um, – I mean, how do you not win at Texas? I just don't understand. You have everything at your disposal. And, and, they're anyway. not, and they're not playing LSU and Alabama, you know, and Auburn right. and Georgia and week in and week out. So, yeah, that's a good question. I think they're – I mean, they seem like a solid team. They're they're better than they were last year. There's going to be tons of hype. I think they're going to give Alabama a run for their money. And really, like I say, they're, they're an excellent team. It's just people are putting the quarterback on some type of pedestal and just inconsistent accuracy. And a good quarterback, but not that, you know, Deshaun Watson, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Bryce Young type, you know, elite quarterback. And, you know, he's got a year to grow into it or he's got actually he's got about six more days. But uh, we'll see. All right. Here's so the thing. here's the thing with me. 
All right. And I'm going to, I'm going to change the subject for just a minute. Let's do it. We are, well, I'm not really changing the subject. We are spoiled as Clemson fans. All right. We saw two of the best college quarterbacks to ever play, play in a series of like six years, you know, between Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence. All right. So anybody else, since that's fresh on our mind, is going to look like they're not quite as good. Now, your next point, Southern Cal, the USC, yes, and Notre Dame's quarterbacks are very impressive. Of course, we know Sam Hartman and the USC quarterback Williams won the Heisman, did he not? Yes. He's already in the Heisman house. He's, in the, he's a sophomore in college, and he's in the Heisman house. Him and George Rogers are hanging out like peeps. Right. Right, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I don't mean to knock those quarterbacks too much. I'm just referring to the what we've seen, like you say, what we've seen, but not just us, Alabama fans, Ohio State fans. Every college fan should know what it takes at the quarterback spot to, you know, maybe not make the playoffs, but win in the playoffs. And those guys just don't seem to be there yet at Texas or Ohio State. But yeah, Southern Cal. Notre Dame, they Notre Dame with their seven-year senior COVID year, red shirt year. Sam Hartman, you know he's got grandkids and whatnot. He, he's he's going. They're going to have a good season. That's going to be, whew, that's going to be something when they play Southern. We we had Nathan on here last week talking about that game when they play us, and uh, I think Southern Cal has scored a hundred and thirty-eight points in two games, um, thereabouts. Well, I just looked at it. <laughs> it's hold, hold 56 the first week. Yeah. And then and what did they score yesterday? I want to say it a was 60 something. Yeah. 66. So, yeah. A ton of points. So that's 142. So, and that, that there were, they were not alone in scoring a lot of points. I think I saw three teams scored over 60 points this past weekend. So, Brings a me lot to of, my uh, next note, James. A lot of points being scored, which is? Well, it is. I hope Arkansas State and Portland State received huge paychecks yesterday because Oklahoma took care of Arkansas State 73 to nothing. Wow. And then Portland State went down to Oregon and gave up 81 points in a football Crazy. game. Let's hope they got. 100,000 per point or something that they gave up. They got the big paychecks, mm-hmm. without a doubt, I hope. All right, so the last game that we are going to, unless you have better, uh, more on your mind, the Carolina Bowl in Charlotte. The Dukes, Mayonnaise, preseason kickoff. Classic. Queen City, battle at the border, care wins on my mind. <laughs> So first, I, first thing I'll say is I was wrong in my prediction, which that's what happens with us. That's why I've never claimed to be a professional, which even the professionals get it wrong. I predicted a shootout, you know, 40-something to 50-something, whoever had the ball at the end might win the game, et cetera. That was not the case. Somewhere uh, North Carolina, their, their defensive front, you know, once again, only one week under the belt, they look like studs. Flat out so studs. North Carolina had 17 sacks total last year and hung nine sacks on the South Carolina 
offensive line. Unreal. What a turnaround. And the thing is, that's what you always wonder early in the season, did they play that well or did South Carolina play that poorly? Rattler didn't seem to be – I mean, normally he escapes a lot of pressure and, you know, he would run around and still gain a bunch of yardage and whatnot, but they did a great job containing him or he just didn't see – running for his life, man. uh, Maybe maybe that's what it was, but uh, at first it seemed kind of, you know, tit and tat back and forth, whatever. That lasted about a quarter and a half, and then – it wasn't a blowout. You know, we're, we're, we're not trash talkers on here. I need Gamecock fans. Y'all know, hopefully, that we're not trash talkers. We just keep it real. But it it felt like a blowout, even though Carolina was South Carolina was only down by two scores, you know, the well, last quarter and a half of the game. But it's because they couldn't move the ball. They couldn't run the ball. When you can't run the ball, you're not going to win. No, and, and Drake uh, May threw two, you know, had, probably had two poor decisions. Both of them were picked off. Yeah. And that's so. I mean, South Carolina did some good things. Uh, they just they they weren't they were so bad in that one area as far as pa- uh, you know stacking up against their de- defensive front pass protection and run game. The run pass game was not good. Did it just just messed them up? I, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something that is good. I'm going off off script for one second. The uh the fun fans have a new promo code for you. We're gonna put this link out there. Doobie. Dubby, I guess I should have you pronounce it. We are uh, partners with Energy Drink, Dubby Energy Drink. Okay. So we're going to put this link out so because no, nobody's going to remember that link or be able to type it in. But you can enter a promo code FUNFANS and get 10% off of Dubby Energy Drink. So we're going we're gonna to be checking that out too now as we're, as we're a partner. So new partnership for the Fun Fans. Looking forward to, to that. Speaking maybe next of, week we can just get a QR code to pop up there and people can scan it while they're watching. There you go. Literally just happened over the weekend. So there's see that's that's why that's why we're we're a team working together. All right. That's it. Babe. Speaking of, what was the fan experience like? So we have some this this might be a segment. I tell you what, we, we should intro it with we should intro it with some music. And uh this could be a new segment. No, no, we got an intro with different music than that. All right, so here we go. We're going to talk about good and bad, some pros and cons, the good fan experience versus the bad fan experience. What happened this weekend? First of all, some really, really good. I I mean, I am a YouTube TV guy, and YouTube TV has stepped up their game with the multi-view. For those of you listening on audio only, you do not see the picture, but you can imagine a big screen TV with four games going at the same time. So shout out to YouTube TV. Look at there. Arrow is watching four games. On the flip side, the bad. This is bad, bad, bad. Charter Spectrum. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? The day before, the day before week one. Come on, Charter Spectrum. Well, it's really genius if you think about it. Uh, because they're trying to negotiate with uh, the Disney channels 
Right. And they do it before college football because they know people will email who they're supposed to email. Yeah. Happened to me. I, hey, don't tell FUBU TV, but I had to get a free seven-day trial so I could watch some of the games. Well, that's, you know, I think it slowed down my YouTube TV because everybody in the country now has a 30-day free trial of YouTube TV. Right. And, hey, they're not a sponsor, but, hey, look at their YouTube. Bring bring it on. Maybe they should be. I love you. Yeah, I love YouTube TV. They, they've done right by me. All right, so another good. I don't have a picture, but college game day was in Charlotte. My favorite sign, and this is one of those, if you know, you know. If you're from our area, you'll get it. But the, the sign that said, um, the winner gets care wins. So I thought that was good. That was yeah. good job to that fan. The bag. This is this is one of those things maybe only I noticed. During the Utah-Florida game, it's like you couldn't hear any background noise. You know, Normally, you watch a game, you're at home, but you're getting into it. And you can hear the crowd yelling and screaming and whatever. But it's like, it was like there was no crowd noise. And they were talking about how packed the stadium was. Did you did you watch any of that game? Uh, no, I was, I was working. No, you had some JV football probably, but we... Well... Yeah, like I say, it's one of them things maybe only somebody like myself is going to notice. But it's just not a good experience if you can't get into it with the crowd. But here's some more good stuff. You had to have seen at least one of these. And once again, Dr. Pepper is not a sponsor of the Fun Fans Podcast, even though they probably should be. Not yet. Not, not going to try to show or even describe the new Fansville commercials. But the new Fansville commercials are on point. They're they're pretty darn funny. Good job, Dr. Pepper Fansville commercial people. Hey, the old ones are good, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, back to the bad. The stadium, speaking of a, the number three ranked team in the country, Ohio State, they're playing at Indiana, and they zoom out, and the stadium it wasn't even near full. Right. I don't understand that. Explain that to me. Well, you think even the Ohio State fans would scoop up all the tickets, but it was like 110 degrees on the field uh, for that game well, yesterday. So Maybe so, but, you know, you got the number three team in the country. A lot of just football fans will come watch. Uh, anyway, like to see some full stadiums. We'll talk about a full stadium here in a minute. But we're going to end with a good, and we've really already pointed this out, but we are in the middle of five days straight of college football to kick off the season. So it's hard to beat that, and that is definitely a good thing as far as the good and bad. Well, fan we're not experience. ending with good because I have bad. Oh wait a minute! I have another bad. Sorry. All right, well, that's a, no, that's a good thing because I forgot to put the little thing up there. So now we got the good and bad fan experience. All right. Of the so week. just from this weekend. All right. Number one. I mean, for me, hey, Deion Sanders, great job. However, when your own game is on television, when Colorado's playing. I saw Affleck commercials with Dion in it and yes. California Almond commercials with Dion. Yes. Why is Dion Sanders working for California Almonds? Okay. Are you saying are you saying that's bad? It's just it's just the guys on the sidelines and then he's making more money on my TV during the game. So it's hey, just, see. To me, I noticed that too, Bailey. Every you're sitting there watching Dion and watching him coach and watching and his team, and you're also watching him during the commercials. I noticed that as well, and during all and, the other games, him and yeah, Nick so, Saban. What's Nick Saban? We never said anything bad when it was Nick Saban. Affleck. I, I, now, another I, thing I is that is bad, I think, 
and I'm this is just my opinion, is that starting next week, the ACC Network has added another time slot to their television coverage. So why is the Clemson game next weekend at 2.15, you ask? It's because they added an 11 a.m. kickoff to oh, their no. schedule. It's going 11 a.m., 2.15, 5.30, and 8.30. So they were able to squeeze another game in there. And I hope that we never have the 11 a.m. kickoff. Holy cuss words. Yeah, no. We don't, that, that makes me want to turn the music off. 2.15 in early September is going to be bad enough. Can you? That will not be a fun fan experience at 11 o'clock. I'm telling you what we're going to do. We're going to roll up in there at halftime. Yeah, well, get to early, we, stay late. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the good and bad fan experience of the week. I think that could be a segment that we have. Our, that might be our new segment for, for this season. So versus the Porta Johns, since our kids don't want us to bring the Porta John segment of the week back, maybe we do a good and I bad. I promise you, you're going to get an update about Duke's toilet situation. This is true. I so promise. We're going to work that in regardless. All right. Yeah. So speaking of the ACC, it is our time. It is our time. It's time for the listeners out there now on the audio later, on the video later, on the recording to hear what, the two smartest people on the internet have to say about adding California, Stanford, and SMU to the ACC. Southern, Southern, what's the S stand for? Southern, Southern Methodist. Methodist. Southern Methodist University. All right. Bailey, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, rumor has it that Florida State, North Carolina, and Clemson voted no. That's, um, that's right. We said. I mean – Okay, it's got to be the all coast conference now. Coast you, to you coast just conference. Added Stanford and Cal, which are both in the Northern California area. West side. Yep. And SMU, which is in Dallas. And I, you, Dallas, if you've never been by SMU, it's just like right off, it's just like right there, right off the main interstate. And you go, man, that, that does not look like somewhere I'd enjoy going to college because it's just <laughs> right in the middle of everything, you know, in Dallas. But good friend of mine did coach receivers at SMU for a year, and, and he loved it. So, um, you know, hey, let's go. And SMU that supposedly is not taking any of the money. And then California and Stanford are only taking 30% of the, the television money that they are for being part of a conference. Our conference, yeah. ECC. They're they're in a in a bad spot. So so the new name, and I, I thought of this, and also one of the other the fanboys, I think it was Jay, put this in some conversation we were having. The new the name of the conferences, and I'm sure other people have thought of it as well. But the the coast to coast conference versus the ACC. So I I think that sounds pretty cool. And you know, I. I think it's, you know, if we need more money, it's all about money now, right? It's all about money now. So it goes back to my little rant, people complaining about NIL and the Olympic sports and the kids going to class. Too late. Too late. All the talking heads should have kept the NCAA, should have stepped up and kept amateur sports amateur. Kids going to school to go to school, if they would have kept that a priority, we wouldn't be having these conversations, having this talk, but we, that shift has sailed. It's all about money. So that's, that's a way to bring in more money. If Clemson, and this is my personal 
thoughts on the thing. And you, you've said the same thing before. We're, we're not ACC fans. I don't, I don't see ACC in, in my, it's on that field down there in the background somewhere, but I'm not an ACC fan. I'm a Clemson fan. I don't have an so, ACC sticker on my truck. I do not have an ACC sticker. I do, I'm not wearing an ACC hat. So when, when whatever the ACC does is, I don't say irrelevant, but I don't, I don't really care. I'll worry about what Clemson does and the folks at Clemson are going to do. I'm a hundred percent confident that in the long term and as best they can in the short term, they're going to do what they have to do to provide a high quality athletic experience, both for the athletes and for the fans. So I, you know, like you say, bring it on the West coast, Texas, Dallas, it, it don't matter. And, so, and you tell me, so we're both educators. The people that are talking about these kids and their classes and the midweek games and all this kind of stuff. I mean, why are that? They're just making up stuff to whine about this situation because I have a daughter in grad school. You know how often she actually goes to class now? Right. So what COVID taught us is that you really don't have to go to class. Is, right. And, and so when, do, when does our baseball team play? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, they're going to take long, they're going to take weekend trips probably once for us, for the current ACC members, it'll be one West Coast trip in a year, and it's most likely going to be over a weekend. But this for those guys, huh? Put it in perspective like this. My daughter is cheering at Duke tomorrow yeah. night. She will get on a charter bus. And she, they will ride to Duke, which is from Clemson is about five and a half hours, probably. Yeah. yeah. You can get on a plane in Greenville, Spartanburg, and be at California in like yes. four and a half hours, five hours. Correct. Okay. Dallas is like two hours and 40 minute flight. Or so less. Yeah. Yeah. And it may cost a little bit more, but you know what? I, it's not gonna cost that much more. So I had a I had a buddy of mine ask me because we were talking about it. He said, "Think back when you were in college. If the school was going to pay for you to go out west to the to California and do something for the school, but the worst case was it was going to cause you to miss some classes, would you have cared?" And I said, "No." And then, like you said, thinking about it now. You you can watch the class online. They can be on the plane and be in, in class, class virtually. Right. So whatever the class and and that's that's aside from the argument that it's all about you know they should have brought this mess up when they were worried about the money, but it's all about money now. So don't give me this kids are suffering stuff and the class class can't be the priority. And money be the priority at the same time. So they've picked their poison. So, and the kids are going to, and they're going to figure it out. I mean, you, you, you're an athletic director. Coastal Carolina played in the Rose Bowl last night. Granted, it was on the weekend. It's football once again. But you think the basketball teams are going to fly out to the West Coast for a midweek game? They're going to schedule those games on the weekend. Right. The baseball team, same thing. Volleyball team, they're going to do the best they can. It will be done to minimize 
like you'll take one trip out to the Clemson will take the Clemson volleyball team will take one trip to the West Coast and play both schools while they're there. Correct. Right, and they'll sorry. attend their classes. It's happening. Yeah, they're attend their class virtually. Oh, it's happening. Right. But they need to listen to people that are saying, Oh, they're missing class. They should just listen right. to our podcast. They just need to listen to the po- podcast. All right, B. Speaking of uh, coast to coast, things happening all over the country. Let's do one thing first. Okay. I, I, did you see Nebraska's volleyball? This is big time. I did. This is, you know, we talked about filling up a stadium. So Nebraska's volleyball team set a new world record for the most people in attendance at any women's athletic event. I wanted to say that correctly. 92,003 people. I mean, look at that. If you're online, if you're listening to audio, you can't see, but this is a picture. I mean, their football stadium is slam full. The volleyball court set up in the middle, like the thriller in like the, they would put a boxing ring in a stadium or something. And then it's surrounded by people as well. And that was an unbelievable event, a very uh, good thing for women's sports and Nebraska volleyball. Uh, apparently, they're pretty good. Yeah, must be. Yeah, and that was a really, really cool fan experience. So happy for that. We we watched we watched every play. It was awesome. So well, give us another. It, it's cool. I mean, they said, let's set a world record. And guess <laughs> what? That was easy. They did it. <laughs> all right speaking of world records how how the o's doing uh still up two and a half games in the east a couple weeks left it's the it's the greatest sports story no one knows about if you don't watch baseball but i will <laughs> continue to keep you posted um because it's awesome and just uh watching it now they're tied up four four in the sixth inning so we got some game left today what was there? Is there a golf tournament we need to know about? No golf. Golf. The tour championship was last week, so they no. have a few weeks off, and then they start their fall All season, right. wraparound season. It's called the wraparound season. Alrighty then. All right. So, anything else before we get to the big contest between Duke and Clemson? No, let's talk about that. Duke and Clemson. Look at that graphic. Took up the whole screen. Nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, so you're going. I First am. of all, you're going to be there. I'm going to be at Rubens. Have I mentioned that I'm going to be at Rubens? They're having an all-you-can-eat wing promo. You did mention that. Oh, it's awesome. So Duke's also getting some uh, some props. A lot of people think Duke's pretty good, which is not out of the ordinary. There are years where they were pretty good last year. Nine wins uh, last year, like 19 starters back, but no worries, mate. Yep. Quarterback's supposed to be pretty good. Is that uh I mean, we're gonna have to play. We can't everybody brings their A game against Clemson. That's the thing. Even right. though we, like you said, we're spoiled as Clemson fans. We might look at last year and think we had a down season. We did not have a down. We were the we're the conference champions, and we're always in the national talk. And we're top 10 team coming to Durham. Duke's gonna bring their A game. Clemson's got to play. But we want to make any predictions. Uh, yeah, I'm going to predict that Clemson is going to win in similar fashion to like maybe a little bit more than 
North Carolina beat South Carolina last night. And I, I don't – I'll just have to see. You know, they're, they're hyping this thing up. Duke's done all this promo stuff, yet there are tickets available online everywhere. Well, so, they have to hype it up because it's the only game. Right. And not just Duke, but, you know, ESPN, AB, you know, the Disney people that aren't on the good talks with Charter, those folks. Right. They have to hype it up because people got to watch. And uh, the spread has come down to about 12 and a half points or so. So Clemson has to – I would just like to see them play a clean, mistake-free. And if they do that, I think they'll win, you know, whatever, run the ball, good balance, no turnovers, yada, yada, yada type stuff, and it should turn out okay. Uh, and if it don't, it'll be extremely exciting. So well, uh, on a, it, more, I'm sure they'll be – Fired up and ready to go. So yeah. On a more important prediction, on a scale from zero to lit, Bailey, where do you think Duke's tailgating scene will fall? Uh, I'm not gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with like a four. <laughs> Half uh, lit. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> sort of lit. It's gonna be semi sort. All right. Very good. Well, speaking of Bailey's going because his daughter is cheering. This is one of her. She's on the cheer squad. If you're new to our show. And not only that, and I don't have a picture because it kind of, I think it happened late today, but is there some, I, I think there's an announcement that might need to be made about Katie and the cheer squad. Yeah, she's one of the three captains for the all-girls cheer squad, and you can check that out on my Instagram at Blue Eagle AD. That's right. Uh, yeah, and but, you know, she was, uh, there's about 30 girls on the all girls team and, and she was selected as one of the captains. So we're very proud of her for that. Yep. That's awesome. And speaking of giving shout outs to, uh, we'll say kids because they're kids to us, our boy, the only two time guest on the fun fans podcast, Jalen Lane had a really good game last night. Uh, a yeah. couple of catches are 70. No, I can't remember the yardage. I know he had one touchdown at least though. Yeah, I, he scored the first touchdown of the season. Um, I, I would have to go get the numbers, but Jalen is um, – he, he's going to be a pro, and, and he will not tell you that, but he's going to be. because. Yeah. And I called that when he was a junior in high school. He, he can uh, – he runs really good routes, and he catches the ball. Everything. And, it's, it, and he's, he's like I – mean, he's like Hunter Renfro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's probably he's, faster. Yeah, I mean, he's just – and he's a great – person that yeah he's a good kid yeah so props to Jalen. i hate he didn't land in clemson that's all right but anyway all right so what else is gonna what is definitely gonna be lit is rubens and us coming back wednesday so starting this week clemson's playing tomorrow night we're gonna start a wednesday night kind of review preview podcast real quick and do that all through football season i'm thinking 8 p.m bailey is that gonna work 8 p.m Yep, going to have to be yep. for me this Wednesday. Yeah, there's probably going to be something. That time might <laughs> fluctuate a little bit, but uh, we're, we're going to make that work. And really, I, I should say this, and I don't. I should have put the stuff in front of me. I'll just leave it at this. We, we have some really cool guests coming next Sunday. They, they were lined up for today, and they had to postpone until next Sunday. And we'll, we'll, just, we'll just tease it. You'll see. We'll announce it. I'll announce it later this week. Uh, but it's going to be a really, it's a really cool a uh, uh, guest coming and it has does have to do with Clemson and female sports. So, uh, but what else is really cool, Bailey? Anything you get at Diamondettes products where they have mastered the diamond laser engraving process and they can put almost any design on items such as license plate, yard signs, tumblers, 
water bottles, and much more. It's awesome stuff, and you need to check out Diamond Products, Diamond Edge Products at diamondedgeproducts.com, or you can email Jalen, J-A-Y-L-I-N, at diamondedgeproducts.com. And Diamond Edge Products is now an officially licensed partner with Clemson University, so you can get all your cool stuff for your yard, for your car, for your tailgate at diamondedgeproducts.com. So check it out. That's right. Email Jalen, let us know. And uh, we appreciate that. It was a great show. So happy for Colorado, all the winners this weekend. Uh, we're excited and we're looking forward to a great season. Come see us next Saturday on Centennial Extension. Look for the Fun Fans banner. Just come on out um, to the Fun Fans tailgate. Got I got to, it's going to be, I'm ready. Okay. There's going to be a surprise. But I'm ready. Even Bailey's going to be surprised. And tune in this Wednesday for our next show and next Sunday for another great show. Uh, it does, and oh, there's one more thing. Do I have a graphic for this? No, I didn't. I didn't do a graphic. Bailey, this is our one-year anniversary of the podcast. Yeah, my one-year anniversary will be next week, right? Nah, I guess so. I guess so. So the fun fans, we're, we're one year old. And just want to take this moment uh, to tell everybody that's been our supporters Rubens, J Dude, Diamond Edge Products, The Fanboys, WSBN TV, and all the listeners. We do appreciate the support and we look forward to more fun times ahead. And uh I can get to I can get to stuff quicker. No, if I knew where these things were. Ed, I can sure it's hard to do sitting in the stadium like that. Yeah. Now I'm trying to get us some music on our way out. So thanks again for checking us out. Each and I bought a mouse. See, I'm I'm an amateur, but now I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go Tigers. Go, go Tigers. Tigers. Thanks again for checking us out each and every week. Don't forget to click subscribe on the Fun Fans Podcast YouTube channel as well as your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on social media and share, share, please. All links mentioned and archive shows can be found on our The Fanboys website. Links will also be posted along with the show on Facebook and Twitter. On behalf of the Fun Fans Podcast, J Thriller Entertainment, The Fanboys Fangirls Podcast Network. And Bailey Jackson, we out. Thanks for listening and go Tigers. Go Tigers.